Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, Dear Washington Post, that is a bronze star for valor. Uh, There is a difference between getting the bronze star medal and getting the bronze star medal for valor. Sorry, that's just a wasn't planning on yapping about this story. But I I saw a watch. I was just reading this Washington Post story about uh, Republican U.S. Senate candidate and uh, Navy SEAL veteran uh, Tim Sheehy here in Montana. And uh, and they describe, it, describe him as an Afghan war veteran with a bronze star and purple heart. And, 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 and look, I'm not offended by the Washington Post coverage. I'm just, I'm just reading that thinking, uh, you know, there is a difference between just getting the bronze star medal and getting the bronze star for valor. And... Tim Sheehy uh, received a bronze star for valor. Uh, that's uh, uh, worth pointing out. If you're the Washington Post in the National Capital Region with the Pentagon in your backyard, I'm just saying. All right, uh, th- that's a sidebar. Let's get into some other things here before we get to our guest talking about the Yellowstone Christian, uh, a classical Christian academy here in just a couple of minutes. Um, in the 6 o'clock hour of the show, we, of course, were talking about uh, this invasion of illegal aliens on our southern border. But we also talked to, I think Nancy and Roundup called in and talked about uh, the big victory by President Donald J. Trump in Michigan in the Michigan primary election yesterday. Hugh Hewitt, and I know Nancy tunes into Hugh Hewitt as well from time to time. Hugh Hewitt, a national conservative uh, radio host, uh, said this, former President Trump and President Biden romped in their respective primaries last night, but with the red vote significantly larger than blue turnout and 13% of the blues ticked off with, uh, with Joe Biden, this has got to alarm Team Biden. And he, and he shared the numbers from the Washington Post, some, the same numbers that I shared uh, earlier, uh, by the way, which was Trump had, you know, uh, at least when this uh, was shared via Twitter a few hours ago, Trump had over 755,000 votes. Joe Biden only had about 617,000 votes yesterday in uh, the battleground state of Michigan. All right, let's see. Uh, another interesting thing to share with you, we, we talked a lot about the illegal immigrant invasion on our southern border uh, earlier, and I played this new uh, this new uh, ad from uh, Team Trump from the Trump War Room, highlighting you know the the murder of this uh, young Georgia college student by the illegal alien there, uh, and man, powerful ad. Elon Musk uh, via the platform that he now owns, X or Twitter as it was known, he says this: dams are bursting all over the country. And then listen to these numbers he, he shares when it comes to this invasion of illegal aliens flooding into America. He says America is only 4% of, Earth, of Earth's population. If only 1% of the rest of the Earth moves here, it would crush all essential services. He says, I'm ringing the alarm bell because the flood of illegals is crushing the country. Uh, and, and we see it. You see it in Denver. You see it in San Diego. You see it in New York City. You see Chicago all over the country already happening, of course. Securing America. 
The military craft are taking part in NATO's anti-submarine warfare exercise. NATO submarines commander Rear Admiral Thomas Wall says the goal is to prepare submarine crews to respond and adapt to any kind of threat below the sea surface. As part of our steadfast commitment to the alliance, transatlantic bond, and demonstrating our advanced capabilities, not only are we conducting this robust exercise, our maritime units are also working together on other fronts. Seven NATO submarines from Greece, France, Italy, Spain, Turkey, and the United States are involved in Steadfast Defender, the largest NATO exercise in decades. On the maritime side, we just completed the live exercise portion a clear demonstration of our transatlantic unity and strength and our determination to continue to do all that is necessary to protect each other. The exercises are expected to continue through next week. Tanya Joy Powers, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunny to partly cloudy skies across the area today, high temperatures will boost up in the lower 40s in Bozeman to the mid-40s in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies, low temperatures from the upper 20s to low 30s, and the outlook for Thursday calls for mainly sunny skies, highs ranging from the upper 40s to around 50 in Bozeman to the upper 50s in the Billings area. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Frombley. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we'll get back to your phone calls and more here in just a few minutes. Uh, 406-294-0970. If you want to call in a little bit later, if you got something you want to talk about. But uh, great to have uh, back with us uh, here on Montana Talks. We've got Virginia Steen Rains on the program with us right now, joining us uh, from Billings. But, yeah, a while back, some of you, our listeners might remember this, this discussion came up. We, we were hearing about how there was a proposed classical Christian academy that they wanted to get up and running. And, you know, they were going to, you know, use uh, the curriculum of the the very well-respected Hillsdale College as, yeah, I guess kind of like the model for what this uh, classical Christian academy would offer. Anyway, I got a note from one of our listeners the other day that said, hey, we've got great news. Apparently, they're going to be opening up in Joliet, Montana, this fall, in the fall of 2024. Uh, anyway, Virginia, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for calling, yes. I was just, how long have you been, uh, when did this idea first come about again, and, and why did you want to develop a classical Christian academy? Well, in the spring of 2022, my, my daughter-in-law came back from a Bible study and said, you know, these young women are frustrated. They don't feel like they have a good option for educating their children. They don't feel competent or ready to homeschool, and they don't feel like the public school is a good fit for them. So they they said, what do we do? And um, I said, you know what, I think we could, I think we could do something about that. So I contacted the Hillsdale uh, College people, and we were on a Zoom call last uh, November, uh, no, November of 22, and uh, they were talking about the charter possibility, and um, right then I decided, oh, I'm not sure the charter is a good idea, and that's when the Lord said, here you go, off we go, and boy, we've got a board together, we've got a building that's been donated to us, 
We've got our 501c3. We've got people lined up ready to help us transfer that building to uh, a school, get it ready for, for occupation. It's right there in Joliet. It's the Christian church. It's on the corner uh, of the highway and uh, First Street. And it's a big white church you see when you drive through there. So we've got an awesome location. We've got people now saying to us, hey, uh, we're interested in sending our children there. So we're, we're really moving ahead. You got a lovely board and, um, we'll be doing a beef raffle, uh, now. We've got a uh, half a beef, got two bet raffles going on at the same time. And there's half a beef on each one donated by Dave Arthur of Joliet. There's uh, 150 pounds of hamburger on each one donated by Sunshine Acres. That's the Brubaker family in Joliet. We've got two beautiful quilts made by Carol Holmberg here of Billing. We've got a painting that is called Summer in Silvergate, painted on site by Dana Zier, who is a Bridger artist. And then we've got uh, a rocking motorcycle as opposed to a rocking horse built by Terry Larson here in Billings. So we'll have all those things, and we'll be selling the raffle tickets at the Home Improvement Show this coming weekend. Uh, the tickets are $20 a piece, and all of it goes to uh, support the school and, and the opening of the school. Oh, so very we're really cool. excited about all of the momentum that's going on. Yeah, because I got a great note from Stephanie Shanks, and, and she's uh, volunteering to help out. And she said uh, that on March 22nd, you're doing a spaghetti supper and an informational meeting, etc. But, but yeah, you're going to be. As she also told me you're going to be at the the home improvement show, which is a you know a great show that's taking place this weekend at the Metro and Billings. You know, for all you know, you know, home improvement, kitchen, outdoor. I mean, you name it. Just a really cool show. But you can also go say hello uh, to the, to the folks with the Yellowstone Classical Christian Academy that's going to be opening up in Joliet this fall. And then, yeah, get raffled tickets and more. But, but, but it's also a good opportunity for people to ask questions. Well, what, what, is a, what is a classical education? What does that mean? I know Pete Hegseth on, on Fox and Friends on the weekend is, just wrote a big book about classical education. What is classical education? Well, that is when uh, we as teachers are uh, teaching children in, uh, let's see, to go with the grain of how they learn. So when they're little, they like to memorize things. That's called the grammar stage. And then as they get into middle school, they say, you know, I, I have questions about this, and I'm ready to argue about it. And, and because they've learned some all of these things in the grammar stage, they've got some tools with which to talk about subjects that, that uh, they may disagree with. or they're, they're looking for answers about it. We encourage that. We don't try to discourage uh, conversation about mm, subjects that may be, uh, not, I don't know if you'd say controversial, but certainly things that matter to these young people. And then when they get into high school, we want them to be able to present in a winsome manner their views about uh, a biblical worldview. And then as they leave, we want them to be productive members of the community that are willing to stand up and say, I, I don't agree with this, and I'm going to stand up and say why I don't agree with it. But they do it in a way that's respectful. So yeah. the whole they'll be, they'll be learning Latin as they grow because, of course, that's a great way for people to understand the English language. 
That's right. And, and, and the wow. deeper meaning of things and the kind of the foundations of Western civilization and the greatness of, of Western civilization. Well, I know folks are going to want to come down and say hi to you. Virginia, thanks again for being with us this morning. Uh, I know they can find you at the Home Improvement Show. Do you have a website as well for people that may not make it to the show? We do. YCCAcademy.org. ICCacademy.org. And if you're interested in attending the Spaghetti Supper, we'd sure appreciate an RSVP. We have no idea how many people will be attending, but we'd sure like to be ready for everyone. So you can RSVP Stephanie at 406-321-2046. All right. Well, thanks again. Great to chat with you. And that's exciting news. So cool to hear an idea that we talked about a while. Hey, so we typically don't plan out our show too far in advance. I mean, here's the deal. We don't want to be talking about something boring. When big news breaks, we want to be able to talk about the big breaking news. So for Tuesday's show, we didn't have any plan going into it. We were you know, going to talk about the big news of the day, take your phone calls and more. Well, then we heard the big news out of the Montana Supreme Court about the Black Butte Copper Mine. So we had a great guest kick off Tuesday's show. What are we going to talk about Wednesday? You tell us. Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. This is where Montana Talks at with Lane Nordland. Farming activities in the United States accounted for only 10.6% of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions in 2021, according to data from USDA. The data out this week shows that from 2020 to 2021, agricultural greenhouse gas emissions actually decreased from 11.1% to 10.6% as a share of total U.S. emissions because of changes in other industries. Of the common economic sectors in the U.S., industry accounted for the largest portion of total greenhouse gas emissions at 30.1%, followed by transportation, commercial, residential, and finally agriculture. Total U.S. greenhouse gas emissions in 2021 were 2.3% lower than they were in 1990. In other USDA headlines, its risk management agency is now expanding crop insurance tailored for nursery producers to all counties in all states. Nursery Value Select is a pilot program that enables nursery producers to select the dollar amount of coverage that best fits their risk management needs. Its expansion is part of USDA's risk management agency's efforts to provide insurance options for a broader group of producers, including specialty crop producers. The program will cover field-grown and containerized nursery plants and offers coverage levels between catastrophic and 75%. Universal enrollment will begin for the 2025 crop year. I'm Lane Northland. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, I had a, a few of our listeners message me yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? They said, hey, you got you to gotta listen to Mark Levin right now on the radio. He's interviewing this author, Peter Schweitzer. And Peter Schweitzer is the guy who has written books about the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden and more. He's got a new book out. And uh, Mark Levin was talking about it on these very radio stations. He was also on uh, with Jesse Waters last night. Uh, so so since a few of you reached out to me, I should probably play that for our listeners who might have missed it. Uh, but uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, 
We've got an, an update uh, that U.S. Air Force Airman, the active duty Air Force Airman who lit himself on fire. We've got more information on his background. And I think many of you will be saying, wait a minute. This guy w- was publicly posting this type of extremist content and somehow he didn't get flagged uh, by our military. I mean, this radical left wing nut job. Uh, and, and somehow he was able to stay in our U.S. military. Not only did he stay in our U.S. military, but he had, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he had some some pretty interesting security clearance because he he certainly had a crazy cybersecurity job at Fort Meade. Wow. That, and, and so anyway, the, the, like I say, a lot of, of different stories that we can talk about. Uh, this morning, I, I do. But since many of you reached out to me about this Peter Schweitzer interview that Mark Levin had, uh, let's get to that. But first, the bigger picture in, in his book talks more about really this myriad of relationships in the Biden world with Chinese organized crime. That's what Peter Schweitzer laid out with Jesse Waters last night. But but first, when it comes to Hunter Biden, let me let me start there. Uh, here, Hunter Biden. Let me get the intro for you here. Hunter Biden set to appear before lawmakers to answer questions about his overseas business affairs. David Spunt has more from Capitol Hill. Today is really a second chance for Hunter Biden to come to this deposition. He was subpoenaed in November to show up in December, and technically he did show up to Capitol Hill, although he didn't show up in the actual hearing room. He stood outside with the Capitol Dome behind him as he laid out his case for why he believes Republicans are playing politics and trying to ruin him. House Republicans want to ask Hunter Biden about his business deals to see if and how they directly relate to his dad, the president. Today's deposition, part of that larger impeachment probe into the president. And Hunter has been a large part of that probe. Now, today, of course, is the behind closed doors testimony that always proceeds or that can typically precede the public, uh, you know, on camera testimony. And uh, Nancy Mace, Congresswoman Nancy Mace out of South Carolina, she was on Fox and Friends earlier this morning. And, she, and this this was the main question she asked uh, with Hunter Biden appearing in Capitol Hill today. The first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to sit in there and I'm going to see how many times Hunter Biden perjures himself because there's no way he's going to get through eight hours and he's going to have eight hours of testimony today uh, and not perjure himself. Yeah, so how many times will he perjure himself here later today? Uh, and then um, Fox and Friends also also uh, asked Nancy Mace, and Nancy Mace had an interesting response here. They, they asked her, so the Associated Press, the liberal Associated Press, the AP, remember the same AP that that made the story about the young lady in Georgia who was murdered by an illegal alien and they removed any reference to the illegal aliens. They made it sound like, oh, this is just a story about the dangers of women jogging. Uh, And they they removed the illegal alien reference. Well, that same AP is reporting this type of nonsense. 
Yet after conducting dozens of interviews and obtaining more than 100,000 pages of documents, Republicans have yet to produce direct evidence of misconduct by the president. Meanwhile, an FBI informant who alleged a bribery scheme involving the Bidens, a claim Republicans have cited repeatedly to justify their probe, is facing charges from federal prosecutors who accuse him of fabricating the story. The AP article goes on to say that this impeachment inquiry is, quote, teetering on the brink of collapse. What's your reaction to that? Well, number one, when that 1023 form was coming through, I, I very vividly recall the FBI saying their own witness, who they paid six-figure sums to, was trustworthy and credible. I very vividly remember Jamie Raskin coming out of a meeting with the FBI saying the witness was credible and trustworthy. So there are a lot of people to distrust in this thing. The second thing that I want to say is that we have a ton of evidence. There are over 29,000 emails between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Jim Biden and their business partners. There are over 80 meetings at the White House with Joe Biden. There are dinners, there are phone calls where Joe Biden was involved in selling the brand that the Biden family made millions on. And not only that, the millions that they made were from communist China, were from Russian oligarchs, from people who are not the friends of the United States. All right. And on that uh, front, that's a good lead in to what Peter Schweitzer had to say uh, in, in this interview as well. Breitbart News has a story. Peter Schweitzer uh, talking about China, fentanyl and the Biden family. I'm Chris Foster. The president's son, Hunter Biden, is at the Capitol this morning to testify publicly under oath for House Republicans' presidential impeachment inquiry. South Carolina Congressman Russell Fry says he wants to learn the structure of Hunter's business ventures. Who was part of those business entities? Uh, what role did Joe Biden play? President Biden's brother, James, denied during his deposition the president ever benefited from any of the family's work. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. President Biden wins his primary in Michigan with 81% of the vote, 13% of Democrats voting uncommitted. Former President Trump beats Nikki Haley by about 41 percentage points in their Republican primary. We have the worst president in the history of our country, the most incompetent and the most corrupt president. And we can't let this continue. Trump, they're calling into a watch party in Grand Rapids. America's listening to Fox News. All right, there you go. Nice lead in with this Hunter Biden story as well. So uh, Breitbart News has a roll up of uh, the interview that Jesse Waters did uh, last night with Peter Schweitzer. Uh, so uh, Peter Schweitzer uh, debuted his new book, Blood Money, Why the Powerful Turn a Blind Eye while China kills Americans and stated that Joe Biden doesn't want to confront China about their involvement in the fentanyl trade due to ties between major players in the fentanyl trade and people who have sent money to the Biden family. Tell me about this wolf that was related to these cash payments to the Biden family. Yeah, White Wolf is this very powerful figure. Uh, he is pro-CCP. He works with the Chinese government. But he's the head of UBG, this gang. Uh, and this gang is widely recognized as the organization that made the Sinaloa cartel the kings of fentanyl. They told them how to make it. They helped them get pill presses. They helped provide communication devices. So the Chinese uh, uh, helped the, the uh, Mexican cartel so they could communicate securely without the Americans knowing. And they also helped them launder their money. Uh, he was partners with this individual, the head of CEFC, who sent $5 million to the Bidens. So 
the question, Jesse, is does Joe Biden really want to have a conversation about Chinese involvement with fentanyl? I think we all know the answer is no, based on this evidence. It also, though, goes to the Biden family attorney, Abby Lowell, who has legally represented another guy who's the head of a criminal syndicate that is also involved in the drug trades. It's also worth pointing out here that former Montana Democrat Senator Max Baucus, John Tester's good buddy, Remember, he was the ambassador to China. He was when when Hunter Biden was going over there. Max Baucus was their guy in China to make sure that Hunter Biden was able to shake the hands with the people that Hunter Biden needed to shake hands with, uh, as Peter Schweitzer has pointed out in previous reporting. Tim in Billings, what's your thoughts? Thanks for the call. Good morning, Aaron. Well, I I think uh, everybody that has two brain cells to rub together and make a spark knows that uh, Joe Biden is corrupt as could be, you know, if they don't, if they don't believe it, they're just being willfully ignorant. And, um, you know, talking about that, the, the primaries that just happened and they said, you know, Biden won by a wide margin against who, even though 13% of the Democrat voters said they were uncommitted. What, what would that have ballot have looked like? I'm not sure, but was, was uh, RFK Jr. on there? You know, the, the Biden administration twice now has at least twice now has refused Secret Service protection for RFK Jr. He's had a person break into his house twice. He's been uh, had a person come up on stage and try to stab him. Um, and Dan Bongino made a great point the other day. When it comes to that Secret Service protection, there's a couple of things that that does. It provides legitimacy for your candidacy. It provides protection. And logistically, you're able to move about the country much more efficiently than if you were don't have that. because of the security detail yeah so biden is basically interfering in that election too uh by by kneecap and R. this is where montana talks you're listening to montana talks with aaron flint Oh yeah, I was I was just talking to I was just talking with our guest coming up here in a couple of minutes. Oh, what was that? There was another food-related story I wanted to talk about. What was it? Oh, did you guys hear about Wendy's? Wendy's surge pricing. I thought this was a joke. I saw this on Twitter. I mean, it looked like you were you were following the the Nasdaq or the New York Stock Exchange. Well, if you want that baconator, you're going to pay this or you're going to pay that bit surge pricing for a cheeseburger. What in the world is that story? So, anyway, I'll I'll get to that one here in a second. Uh Tim and Billings, you had one more point you wanted to make. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, I just wanted to say, thank God we don't jump to action the way we do conclusions in this country, you know, because if we were listening to people like Nikki Haley, Lindsey Graham, Nancy Pelosi, all these people who seem to have massive amounts of stock investment in the, into the uh, defense industry, we would be at war with Russia right now because uh, Vladimir Putin, a, a political opponent who was in prison for trying to start a coup, died. And we would be at war because they all said that he was murdered. Except it turns out that he had a blood clot that let loose and killed him. You know, so at, at least him, according you know, to the at least according to the Ukrainian intelligence chief, that's right. Yeah, right. And, and Ukraine is not exactly in bed with Russia right now, right? I it, mean, well, that's right. Biden, well, although uh, Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin had an awkward moment when they both showed up at a Biden rally. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a great Babylon B headline, by the way, you know, because uh, Vladimir Putin was talking about how he, he hopes that Joe Biden wins the election. And uh, anyway, that was, pre- that was pretty funny. All right, Tim, thanks. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Great to hear from you as always. Uh, Dr. Dale Williams with Billings Last Diet in the house with us. Uh, Doc, good to see you as always. Good, good to see you, Aaron. Yeah, so uh, I always like to get your take on, on food-related things that are in the news. So in the 6 o'clock hour, I shared there was a uh, – the, the founder of – I think it's the National Black Farmers Association. Uh, he was talking about how – he was on with Laura Ingram last night. He was saying how w- American beef right now, we are producing 1 billion with a B – pounds less of american beef than we were last year and then another rancher said yeah you've got some in the food industry investing in bug plants they want us to eat crickets it's like no no, we don't want to eat bugs we want american beef but not just because it tastes good and, and we love our cattle ranchers but because it's also you want that ideal amount of protein in your diet yeah very much so and, and i don't want somebody telling me what i should be eating I don't want the government telling me that I should be eating bugs. I want my choice, my own choice. And frankly, I'll choose beef, thank you. That's right. <laughs> over over bugs. But yeah, the protein, this this assault on protein, the protein production you know, is is real. And and it's it's sad because it's gonna affect the health as as us as a nation if we can't get that 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 protein that we need yeah and then there was of course the, the one of the economists with the american farm bureau federation was talking about you know the latest uh, cattle inventory numbers u.s cattle inventory smallest in 73 years and specifically in it our friend marco manukian the former extension agent in phillips county montana noted that under cattle on feed calf production is the same as 1948 so that's that's very concerning there um but then yeah there was this other story uh, that caught my eye uh something about surge pricing at wendy's did you hear about this story dynamic pricing yeah a rolling dynamic a rolling menu that that depending on when you go to pick up your your cheeseburger is going to be how much you pay if you go at the peak times you're going to pay a price a premium price i read i read that well and the prices are already getting uh, pretty pricey i mean that that's why when I, when I tell people i'm like man i'm so glad i did billings last diet and i did my annual tune-up yeah. because how often are you driving down the road and you're like man i'm hungry ah pull in there well now that little pull in real fast might cost you 15 bucks 20 bucks for for a fast food meal not yeah. even a sit down you know have have a waiter or a waitress meal yeah that's that's your that's your local fast food. You can pay fifteen to eighteen dollars for a one for one meal, and that's about what it costs to do Billings Last Diet per day for the for the program. Is, is for about eight, all of eight, your meals about eighteen dollars a day? Yeah, minus well, your four four cups of vegetables. That's and, right. But but it's 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 simply amazing the 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 price surge and and there's reasons for that. The the cost of supplies have gone up, and then the labor costs have gone up hugely as well. But. Well, and, and we love our friends that, that own, uh, you know, uh, uh, restaurants and, and even fast food, too. I, you know, yeah. Every, yeah, I like to do a cheat day when I'm not on my diet yep. and go get that cheeseburger and go get those those salty fries. I, I joked about the Hoagieville cheese fries at the Montana Club on Friday night. I, I turned into Chris Farley. <laughs> Lay off, I'm starving. You know, it's just that. So, but, but then what you do is, okay, you had your cheat day. Well, go back to phase one, Billings Last Diet Protocol the next day and shed those calories. Yep. And 
and, and you keep it cleaned up. And that's that's something that's important for people to understand on the on the maintenance phase that there's it's not rigid on the maintenance phase. It's reasonable, not rigid. And so if you if you have a day or if, if you're on vacation for a week, there's a way to tune that week up. And the key is to tune it up sooner rather than later, rather than going into bad habits for another few months where you'll put on an extra 15 or 20 pounds. And, and it's easy to pick those bad ha- habits up again, which yeah. is why if you've lost the weight, if you've been successful at Billings Last Diet, keep checking in once a month. Yeah. Go do an annual tune-up, uh, maybe even a biannual tune-up, yeah. just to make sure, because it, it breaks those bad habits that you, you quickly start to, to, to build up on you again. The other interesting thing that I saw in the news, I played this in the 6 o'clock hour as well. Greg Gutfeld last night on Fox News was you know, and he's a he's he's a funny guy. He is like he's like the king of late night comedy now. He's taking over the ratings for sure. That's right. And so he was talking about inflation. You know, the the Joe Biden John Tester inflation that we're seeing right now, and they're now telling the CEO of Kellogg's. I think was on CNBC or somewhere. He's saying, "Well, look, yeah, we get it. Inflation is high. The prices of stuff is high." Just eat cereal for dinner. Yeah. Uh, Doc, what's your official record? I don't even think you recommend cereal for breakfast as a standalone breakfast, let alone cereal for dinner. Cereal is nothing but straight carbs, <clears throat> and it's and it, they're simple carbs. And so it's going to be a serious, uh, serious uh, insulin spike when you, when you eat your cereal. Just what you need to do before you go to bed at night is open up your fat production so that you, <laughs> so that you store fat while you sleep. It, bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. And and your point. So not only is it straight carbs, it's which is a sugar in itself, but yeah. then there's a lot of sugar on yeah. top of that. I, and I remember, yeah, very early on um, when I went through your your seminar at Billings Last Diet before I w- went through the program myself. I remember you talk, you know, talking about this concept, and it just made sense because I remember when I was a little kid, what would you do in the eighties? You'd have cereal. cereal. Yeah, you'd have cereal. Well. Why? Well, then you get to school and you're hungry an hour later because yeah. you just got this injection of carbs and sugar and you didn't get protein. You didn't get beef or pork or, or eggs or, so, you know, yep. the protein that you really need. So when you eat those simple carbohydrates like a, like a bowl of cereal, it gives you energy, but it gives you energy really fast. It's a fast burn. It's a flash in the pan where it's a release of energy. But then you have the drop that happens after that, where if you were to have eggs or sausage something that has some protein in it, you're going to have more of a steady burn because of the protein. It's a slower release. It burns more like charcoal rather than the flash in a pan. Mm. And the reason why that matters, as I understand it, is that your body is going to make assumptions based off of what you are feeding it. So if, if you give it that massive energy, sugary energy rush without backing it up with some protein or something else, your body's going to freak out and be like, oh, man, i I got to store energy, which means I have to store fat. I'm yes. going to hold on to fat. I'm going to hold on to every ounce of fat right now. Your body is designed to survive. And so when it says there's a lot of energy available, it says, I don't know how long I'm going to have this energy available. So let's get it stored as fat since I don't know if I'm going to have food in two days. And so when you have that big surge of energy from the simple carbohydrates, the body sees it as, whoo, lots of energy. Make sure we store as much as we can for future use. So that's what fat is. Well, and what's great now is, okay, now if you're driving down the road and you're like, oh man, I'm just hungry. I just want to eat. 
well, you pull over real quick and, and now you just got a thousand calories that you just consumed yeah. and you spent 15, 20 bucks to consume those thousand calories when maybe you, your daily limit is only 12 or 2,000 calories total. Yeah. You just ate half your daily caloric intake and spent 20 bucks when now, like thanks to Billings Last Diet, I can just pull out some protein chips or or eat a protein bar and it's like, okay, good, I'm satisfied and then and then that'll get me through when I when I get home and then I can make something a little healthier. And then some a lot of times that food you just pulled over and spent fifteen bucks for, you're gonna be hungry within an hour or two yeah. after you eat it. You're still gonna want to go find a protein bar. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well I'll tell you, as as you're getting just a taste of right now, taste I look at that. Yeah. So you're just getting a taste of right now. What you really need to do is go into Billings Last Diet or if you're if you're further out of town, you know, they have a remote option, but taste the products that they actually provide because uh, even people who went through the program 10 years ago are telling me, wow, these products are even better now than they were then. And a great wide variety as well. Wide variety as well. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned protein chips there. So for breakfast today, I had the the chocolate caramel cluster things. Those are good. Yeah, they are. I mean, I... Uh, to me, it's it's better than the candy on the shelf, yep. you know, and it, and it's just like eating a protein bar. All right. Well, I know he's got some more free seminars coming up right around the corner, uh, maybe even one today. So we'll ask we'll ask Dr. Dale Williams about that right after this. Get to your phone calls and more. At KeyBank, we know a small moment like, huh, what's it like to have a yard? Can lead to an even bigger question like, am I ready to buy a home? And that's the type of moment where we'll meet you, prepared to talk about everything you need to know when applying for a mortgage, so you can try to turn those backyard dreams into reality. Paul? Yes? Question. Are you a hammock person? You know, I think I might be. For every financial need, we'll meet you in the moment. KeyBank opens doors. NMLS 399797, Equal Housing Lender. Fox News commentary. Donald Trump and President Joe will visit the U.S.-Mexico border this week, but only one can claim he actually wants to secure it. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Cubbo on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Download the Cubbo Show podcast every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com. Cubbo covers the latest headlines and business trends with an emphasis on the financial impact facing households and businesses across the country. Listen to interviews with key business newsmakers. The Cubbo podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. President Joe is very concerned about our wide-open southern border, or at least that's what his people want you to believe. In a public relations Hail Mary of sorts, the White House announced Sleepy Joe will travel to Brownsville, Texas on Thursday to meet with border agents, law enforcement, and local leaders. Whether he will listen to a damn thing they have to say remains to be seen. But plot twist, also traveling to the U.S.-Mexico border on that very same day will be former President Donald Trump. He will be visiting Eagle Pass. I'm no psychic, but if I had to guess, I would assume the two visits will be night and day. After all, Donald Trump not only knows how to secure the border, he actually has the will to do it and the respective agents who know he has their back. For Joe, this is just a public perception play and nothing more. Also, he could secure the border with a stroke of a pen, but he chooses not to. I'm Tommy Lee. With Amber.com. Go there and you can start packing. Hold on to those stocks longer. I'm Taylor Riggs, co-host of The Big Money Show with your Fox Business tax tip coming up. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 
One way to reduce your tax rate on investments is to hold on to stocks for longer than one year. The long-term capital gains tax rate is lower than short-term capital gains tax if you sell those stocks within a year. TurboTax estimates that utilizing this strategy could save taxpayers as much as 17% by holding on to those winning stocks for longer. Watch The Big Money Show weekdays at 1 p.m. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. If you heard the report from Dr. Dale Williams from uh, from Billings last night, he was spot on. Uh, he was. I'm telling you what, Fox News is going to try to steal him from us because listen to this Fox News radio report. How much is that cheeseburger deluxe? It depends. Wendy's is putting $20 million into digital menu boards so they can change the price on a dime. Not for inflation, for surge pricing like Uber. Wendy's making plans to test drive a dynamic pricing model where prices fluctuate with demand all through the day. Already the most expensive American fast food data show Wendy's prices up 35% from inflation in the last two years. What Wendy's new CEO Kirk Tanner didn't tell investors is how much dynamic pricing can spike the cost of your meal or whether prices will fall back or drop after rush hour. Wendy's dynamic pricing experiment begins next year. Therese Crowley, Fox News. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff, but you were right on with that whole dynamic right. pricing. These, these terms that make things sound nicer, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're really creative with they have the, good marketing. Yeah, good marketing. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's, and, you know, like I say, if it's, if it's my cheat day or something like that, I, I love like their spicy chicken sandwich, yeah. but I'll, I'll tear off some of the extra bread that you don't necessarily need because I just want to get to the meat anyway. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. You, you were talking about this during the break to where, you know, they're also trying to encourage people to come at their less busy hours. And then you can save money if you come in the off-peak hours. Yeah, so. make, it makes sense business-wise because they're trying to fill their dining room or their drive-through when they're when they have staff sitting around. They're trying to drive them there for the price-conscious people that are that'll be going at two o'clock in the afternoon instead of high noon. But then again, that's where Billings Last Diet comes in handy. If you've got that discipline now, you've got that self-discipline. Be like, okay, wait a minute, it's noon. I'm going to eat a protein bar, and then maybe I'll come back at like 2 or 3 o'clock when I don't get hit with the surge pricing, and then I'm stuck waiting in line for three hours either. So, That's right. So there's other perks to it. But, uh, man, I tell you what, we learn so much every time you're here, and uh, I, and your seminars are so fun. Just like when you join us on the radio, you learn a lot. And, and for people that are thinking about maybe it's time to finally you know lose the weight, um, I'm telling you, you can do it. We've had so many. Oh, we didn't get to your numbers. Yeah. You, got, you had five, what, five guys so who had, started the same week. We had five guys that started the same week, and so we send out what's something called a six-week success letter. So after you've been on the program six weeks, we send you what your what your data is for what you've lost. And during this six-week period of time, uh, with five gentlemen that started at the same time, here's their six-week pound lost. There is a 26.6, 29.9, 24.5, 29.9, of those, and another 24-pound loss. So an average of about 26 pounds in a six week. Now I'm going to say that that's not typical, but that's, that's pretty amazing for, for six weeks. So if, if you're trying to lose weight, uh, if you want to lose weight, 
just look at it in a six-week period of time, and we'll help you be successful in that six-week yeah, period it's, of time. Yeah, it's incredible how, how successful people are on this program. We've heard it from so many of our listeners that have given you a call. They're like, man, Aaron, thanks for thanks for telling us about this. Uh, Dr. Dale Williams, Billings Last Diet. You can give them a call, 294-6751, or go to billingslastdiet.com. They've got a remote option for people uh, further uh, out of the area as well. And you've got a free seminar today. Do you got spots open? We do have spots open. Every Wednesday at noon, we do a seminar, so we take people that come in at their lunch hour. And then March 5th is our next evening seminar. And if those times don't work for you, just give us a call. We'll get you We'll get you hooked up with some di- uh, technology that will help you understand what the program is or you can watch that uh, March 5th is already next week. Yeah, it's next week. That's, That's next crazy. Tuesday. Yep. So, yeah, today is February 28th, uh, but it's a leap year. So we got one more day of February. we got one more day of February. Yep. I forget. What happens if we don't have the leap year again? Somebody had an article on our website about it. It just throws the whole calendar off. I mean, yeah. It'd be Christmas in July eventually if we didn't do the leap year. We'd lose it. <laughs> That's right. Well, Doc, great to see you as always. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, sir. All right, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour of the show, I'd say let me tell you what we got coming up. But how about you tell me what we got coming up? Because uh, the phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970. Or you can message us on our Montana Talks app. In fact, we got nothing on the calendar for the next two hours. That means it's wide open for you.